0: That's stamps.com. Code program.
1: Hello and welcome to game week 10 of Fantasy Football Noise. Gents, we are into double digits. We've been going for 10 weeks and. Huge news. We are in the top 100 of sports and recreation podcasts. How about that, Steve Baker?
2: Fantastic news. Absolutely amazing. Have we cheated? I
1: don't think we have. Really? It's genuine. What do you think, Wayne Mitchell? No, we've been rated.
3: People rated us. People listened. They got us in the top 100. It's what I dreamed of.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you to everyone who's done that. That's that's a lovely thing for everyone to do. Isn't it marvellous?
1: I think it also possibly helped that lovely Joel at ACAST put us in the featured section, the new and noteworthy section on the iTunes homepage. (laughs) probably helped. (laughs) So huge thanks to him and everyone at ACAST. We are uh, very excited with the continuation of our journey,
2: aren't we? Yes, we are, John. Enough of that guff. (laughs) Can we please talk about the fact that I've beaten you both again two weeks in a row? Oh,
3: I see. You're straight into the head-to-head,
2: Steve. Yeah, straight no fucking. No,
3: uh, no introduction. No talking about the game week. Straight into head-to-head. That's aggressive.
2: Yeah. How was your holiday? <laughs> no, none of that punchy. None of that. <laughs> I've beaten you two. Ha. Does that take you to four? Three. Four, three, three. I think. A four, three, three.
1: Okay. Tell us how many points you got then, cocky. Okay,
2: I got. Uh, well, I'm not that cocky. I got. I only beat you two. I, I probably <laughs> lost to about three million people worldwide. <laughs>
1: yes. I got 49 points, John. Mm. I'd kill for 49 points.
2: Uh, very disappointingly, um, I, I, we talked last week about Hazard and my experiment mm. with Hazard hadn't gone too well. Well, I didn't have the heart to to transfer him, which was great news. Good. Um, so, I've kept with Hazard and I've got my differential, but I did take away the captain's armband from him this week. So, I cost myself a good 10 points by doing that move. Yeah. But, Understandable. But pleased with my 49 nevertheless. How did you two boys get on? Not too bad. Oh,
1: I've got a horror story just in time for Halloween. A horror story. How <laughs> a- witty. Yes, indeed. I. <laughs> oh, God. So, I managed to convince myself that both Aguero and Richarlison were going to score a hatful of points at West Brom and uh, Watford were home to Stoke, weren't they? And I was like, that's that's just, you know, come on, I can't miss out on all these points that are surely going to be scored. Um, so I took a hit, I took a four-point hit to bring in Aguero and Richarlison and, they sc- <laughs> and I gave Richarlison the armband and scored me a net total of two points combined. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wonderful, yeah. So, so uh... you're beating around the bush a little bit, John. Mm. You you got twenty something. Twenty, how many did you score this week?
1: Thirty three points.
3: Oh, thirty three, did you? Oh, do I pay okay. Do pay
1: attention. How many did you get?
2: No, I thought you were in the twenties. I got thirty six. Yeah. So. Um. So how did how did you two deal with the. Cane injury situation
1: Well I had already Made my transfers I was This is absolutely Why I I I still Despise and completely Disagree with Sarge's Week 2 Advice of of Making your transfers Early I did mine early This week because I knew I was going to be away For my wife's birthday It cost me
2: Hang on a sec Even if it's your Wife's birthday You still need to Take a shit Which is surely The ideal opportunity To make your transfers In fantasy football I I like like to do it On the desktop Okay (laughs) I like to. I
3: like to have a full twenty-six inch screen to see my changes rather than a small three-inch phone. Screen.
1: I don't. I don't like the app. I find the app really? very, very cumbersome. Yeah, yeah. I like to do it on desktop, and I also like to cumbersome. look at. Cumbersome. Yeah, I like to look at other. It's
3: absolutely not cumbersome. It's a wonderful app. It doesn't give mm. you the detail. Correct. But it's it's works perfectly fine.
1: Anyway, I decided I would have my perhaps half an hour, maybe more, weekly session. Um, before I went, I was, I was prepared. I thought, now I'm going to do it. Got it. I knew I wanted Aguero. I knew I wanted Richarlison. And I fucking got them. And worked out <laughs> wonderfully. I was ever so <laughs> pleased with the two Mitch, points.
2: How did you deal with the fact that Kang was injured late in the week? Would you like to guess how many points I shipped this week? <laughs> <laughs> For transfers? Yep. Uh, 12.
1: Oh, hold on. Yes, I'd like to guess zero. 12.
2: Just
0: like you said.
1: Zero. <gasps> oh,
2: well done. Didn't
3: make a transfer this week. Wow, well, he did. So I'm now sitting on a handsome two free oh. transfers that I can
2: make this week.
1: I can only dream...
3: How would you like that?
2: I can only Very dream nice. of two
1: free transfers. <laughs> I've been spending points yeah. readily.
2: And Christ, do you need them, Mitch? Yeah,
3: I did I did what I said I was going to do, but in, in, in hindsight, in retrospect, I, I wish I'd done something. I wish I'd brought in Sane for, for Mkhitaryan. Um, but the way that I dealt with the Kane situation was I brought in Charlie Daniels in defence and just went with two up front. Very Simple, nicely. really.
2: You took no action apart from making an in-team substitution. Correct.
1: For clarity, your two up front were Lukaku and Morata, weren't they?
2: Lukaku and Morata,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. I changed captain to Morata, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't have mattered either way whether it was Lukaku or Morata. Mm-hmm. Both scored five points, so Morata got me ten as captain.
2: Can I make a special mention for our, our, I think, Game Week 8 guest rat, Mm -hmm. Mr. Adam Proctor, who Mm -hmm. has topped our at Fantasy underscore Noise mini-league this week with 80 points. Nice. 80 points are good, isn't it? He's gone Pope and Loughton in defence, Burnley clean sheet, popular, and he's got an entire back five with a clean sheet. Including bonus points for Jones.
1: That is That takes some going. All five returning clean All sheets. All five. Wow, yeah. what um, are we... What you didn't mention, Steve, is that um, Adam is also Manager of the Month for the Fantasy Football Noise Mini League for October. Fantastic. October Manager of the Month. So congrats. Uh, he pipped Andy Moore, whoever that is, by two points with that 80-point haul. Andy Moore must be fuming. The numbers are also growing in the Mini League. I love to see it. Stairsy had a bit of a bit of a uh, tough week. He's very vocal on Twitter. He's furious.
3: Do you know? I'm wondering whether we've we've been the kiss of death for
1: Stairsy. Yeah, we picked him up.
3: Yeah, Kay, hey, come here. Come and join Fancy oh, Football Noise. Come and join our mini league. Listen to our podcast. <laughs> Fucking down the drain since he's been listening.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Stairsy. Game week rank for Stairsy: 3.6 millionth.
2: Oh. <laughs> Wow. Sorry Stairs I was worse I should follow up. And if anyone else Would like to join Our our league Go to Twitter At Fantasy underscore noise And you can see Our mini league code
1: That's correct Yes It's part of our profile And also While we're at it If you do do that We would love you To give us a Five star rating And subscribe Crucially Subscribe to Our podcast Please That would be Wonderful What else gents
2: Oh Man City Can we talk about Man City again well, so, I think we have to. It's the hot topic. I think, you know, pretty much everyone I met last week commented on the fantastic analysis that I did on the Man City <laughs> scoring. The inconclusive analysis. It was largely inconclusive.
3: It was inconclusive, but it was first-rate analysis, I have to Thank say. Thank you, mate. <laughs> just reading out some you, facts, man. but OK. <laughs>
1: I just looked... did offer just... any analysis as such. Some
2: facts that he'd bothered to go and find out from somewhere. Somewhere. I'm not sure where. The fantasy website. One thing I neglected to tell everyone was you've got to put Sane in, and by the end of the game week, he will be the top scoring player in <laughs> fantasy football. I missed that bit out. I think you might have edited it out, actually, John. My mistake. <laughs> Cutting room floor for that cock.
3: 71 points he's on now, isn't he, Sane? Yeah.
2: Yeah, and t- we we still can't get any clues this week because they're not playing. Uh, tonight, we re- we record this podcast on a Tuesday, so they're playing tomorrow night mm-hmm. in the Champions League. So mm-hmm. we d- we can't even second-guess Guardiola, can we? We can't. It's too hard. I
1: mean, the only guaranteed starters seem to be Otamendi and Silva. They're the ones that are nailed on the- Well, KDB as well, I guess, but he seems to be getting pulled off a little bit
2: early- oh, actually, earlier. Uh, actually, Jake, last week I did say, oh, don't bother with Fernandinho. He won't score you oh, fuck yeah. all.
3: <laughs> that was but part- <laughs> Part of your other. How many did he get on the weekend?
2: He scored and assisted
1: in the first half an hour, <laughs> <laughs> or something. That was amusing.
3: <laughs> I think I think it's fair at this point to to put a health warning into our podcast that anyone who really wants to play and win fantasy football just don't take our advice but if you enjoy listening to us then you know keep on listening but the advice is fucking terrible i can't i can't think of a single thing we've got right to be honest to
1: be fair i don't actually see what we do as giving people advice i see it as three blokes who are you know bang average at best with mixed histories some better than others we're just talking about our teams and we're and with that we're you know if people want to take tidbits from what we say then fine but we go off piece we have a laugh we're not really pretending to be experts or pundits. We're just talking about our fantasy teams and the turmoil that goes with it. I mean, that's why we called it fantasy football noise. A lot of what we say is just noise. Fine, that's a relief. And also, for what it's worth, I listened to a couple of other fantasy podcasts. Let me guarantee you that over the last three or four weeks, they've all been making a litany of similar mistakes, analysis. (laughs) They're all getting it wrong. It's been very hard to predict.
2: That little nugget of... Hazard as your differential. Mm. Um, I was looking at the top, I don't know, top 15 scorers so far this season. Hazard mm. isn't in it, but I can guarantee you'll be in the top five at the end of the season if he stays injury free. So, yeah. by the law of averages, he's got to be a differential for the rest of the season.
1: So, are you therefore giving me credit for Hazard's success in your team? I'm not. For mentioning it a few weeks ago, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Under no circumstances am I giving you a shred of credit.
2: Even if I listened to it, I would not admit it. (laughs) And I would never give you credit for anything. Okay, thanks, mate. All right. means a lot, yeah. So
1: despite the fact that we can't fucking pick Pep's mind, I brought in Sterling two weeks ago. Didn't feature the first week. But obviously he came off the bench this week. And even coming off the bench, he he had half an hour. Yeah, yeah, scored seven points. Even picked up a bonus point. So if you look back at his last six, seven weeks, the points are kind of almost alternate. But as we've said before, I don't think you can pick and choose. I don't think you can say, oh, I think he'll do well this game or I think we should bench him. You've just got to stick with it consistently and take it as a long-term view. And over the average of the weeks, I think there you go. You'll, be, you'll be smiling.
3: So there's you. And I think you said in your analysis, didn't you, Steve, that he is... He scored what he scored, but he's played the lowest number of minutes of all of those players that you, uh, yeah. correct. you selected for your analysis. True. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. So I think you've got to, like you say, Jay, I think you've got to pick your three and stick with them, mm. as long as one of them is Sane.
1: So you think Sane is, is nailed on now, do you?
2: Yeah, I'm going to struggle not to bring him in this week. Mm. I'm going to go for him. Didn't you already one, one, have... One of my
3: two free transfers. Didn't you already have three? Important.
2: Yeah, I've got three, so I'm going to sack off Otamendi. Um, (laughs) hold on a minute I'm sure if we
1: he's in the dream team I'm sure if we check the tapes yeah I'm pretty sure probably only last week you said he's the one you've got to have he's nailed on yeah he blanks blanks in one week and he's out of your fucking team
2: (laughs) well I (laughs) had a moment of clarity so I watched United and thought I watched Man United against Spurs and thought do you know what they're not going to see, concede fuck all mm. i need to i need to stop the advice of getting rid of valencia which fortunately i didn't take my own advice and mm. i kept valencia mm. but i need another man united defender now so i'm you going to get double get rid up, of, you? yeah get rid of otamendi and and go jonesy? extra united defender jonesy probably mm.
3: there's not a lot in it though beko so i'm looking at the dream team right now otamendi 55 points jones 58 valencia 59
2: yeah, I think I think they're going the other way though. So I think Otamendi. I think if you look this week, for example, you've got the highest away scoring team against against Man, which is Arsenal against Man City, which is the highest home scoring team. That's going to be a goal fest, isn't it? You don't really want defenders in that game at all. So I I think it's the week to take out Otamendi and then replace him with Sano. <laughs> I love how you change your <laughs> team.
1: So that does that therefore mean you're making a double a double switch?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna Who ship four going? points. Who else is going? Um I'm gonna take out Mkhitaryan. Mm-hmm. So that you'll then have three Man City midfielders. Sterling, Silver, Sarno. It's a recipe for disaster, isn't it? Well <coughs> You're right, mate. Sorry. You know we're recording a podcast. That's been building for about two
3: minutes. I've had a terrible, bad chest for the last three days. Oh man! I couldn't hold it in for any longer.
1: Mummy's <laughs> poor little soldier. <laughs> Mitch, you sound like you've got a bit of a bit of a cough and a struggle there. Did you pick that up on um, on holiday?
3: Um, I think I must have picked a bit of something up on holiday. Well, while you were a in bit Holland, wet at times, while you while were in Holland, in Holland, yeah.
1: Failing to speak to anybody in Dutch, failing your challenge. Did you not do it?
3: I did. F- I failed my challenge. I'm so
1: sorry. i so. I. What? genuinely i'm genuinely surprised i'm genuinely shocked and really disappointed in you for anyone that didn't hear um some previous weeks we had one episode a few weeks ago where i revealed some uh, choice dutch phrases which we won't go into again and then last week wayne was on holiday in holland and i challenged him to go and speak to somebody (laughs) and see if see what reaction the reaction was by revealing these Dutch phrases. We went through it with pronunciation and everything. And I even said, get your missus to video. And you just, just failed. That would have been gold. Imagine the social media value of a video like that, Mitch. It would have been absolute gold. I,
3: and I am sorry that I failed. But I haven't given up. I will find someone Dutch and I will do it. Honestly, they just didn't. It would have been a lot Surely easier when you is... were in fucking it's Holland, It's easier it? in the Netherlands. Well, not really. I was, I was on holiday. Not really. Not really. How many really no, Dutch people really. do you bump into at Empower, your penis? Well... I'm going to Dutch Milton <laughs> Keys. I was I was in a centre park's in the Netherlands, where the staff are generally younger sort of folk, and they don't interact with them that much. We went to a couple of restaurants. But that was your challenge. That's people. the idea. Well, I know, but the
1: challenge wasn't repeat your daily routine. A holiday with children is challenging enough as it is. You're talking about a ten minute ten minutes out. Go and talk to somebody, have a laugh. You'd have enjoyed doing it. I'm just,
3: I'm well, speechless. I I don't want to be that that guy that gets known around the uh, around Centre Parks for having asked a, a young receptionist why her tits weren't bigger or if she wanted to fuck <laughs> me in the kitchen. It's not it's not an ideal
1: reputation but for today, clarity. Is it? That wasn't the challenge. The challenge was go up to a bloke and say, right, my mate has taught me some Dutch phrases. Can you <laughs> understand what I'm saying? And what do you think of this? And he would have laughed. Well, well, I, I didn't say go up it. to a Dutch bird and pretend you're Dutch and ask her to have sex with you in the kitchen. Quite quite a different challenge (laughs) I think think you've you've, you've misunderstood I think I'll make it happen And I'll surprise you when I make it happen Mm, You certainly will surprise Mm. me Make it happen soon
3: I'll be surprised if you do fucking anything (laughs) Before John gets bored, make it happen soon Yeah, really soon I was. Can, can I just tell you a little, a little something that Please. might 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 amuse you. Please. Um, I, I was away on holiday with uh, with my family, and I was also away with my my father-in-law and mother-in-law in Holland. My father-in-law has got uh, this skill of of trying to start conversation with anyone, so he tried it a few times in the Netherlands and actually worked quite well. But he's had a couple of um, a couple of occasions where where it's had slightly amusing results. So the the first one, we were in a. A restaurant in the Midlands somewhere and the waitress was was Polish and so he said to her where are you from then love and uh, she love. said to him I am I'm from Gdansk and his instant <laughs> what he tries to do you know if he met you John what he'd say to you is uh, "He said, 'Where where are you from son and you say I'm from Paul and he'd say oh I've, I've been sailing on Paul Harbour you know he'd instantly try and find that that connection a common with ground you. so this uh this this Polish lady said I'm from Gdansk and he, he instantly came back with oh I've been to Krakow now, I don't know if you know your Polish geography at all. <laughs> That's Prakov miles away. is in the deep south near the Carpathian Mountains. Gdansk is in the north on the Baltic Sea. And uh, it's, it's the equivalent of someone saying, I'm from Southampton. And them saying, oh, well, I've been to Inverness. It's right. about 600 kilometres away. So completely failed. She shrugged her shoulders, looked at him like he was a fucking lunatic and moved on. But there was one that, that struck me as even better. I hope this is going to get uh, funnier. <laughs> Quick, quickly. <laughs> I'm just trying to find an anecdote, John. <laughs> Come on then. Keep it coming. Make it funnier. Is it, it going to get funnier? Uh, <laughs> it might do. It might <laughs> do. It wants to. Come um, on. When we were moving house, we had a, a range of Eastern European chaps who moved us into our new house. And it was a very hot day. sweating cobs. And uh, my father-in-law stood on the tail lift of the truck while they were moving stuff out and tried to strike up conversation with him. So I said, where are you from then, son? And this, uh, this one lad said, I'm, I'm from Romania. And you could see he had this darkness behind his eyes, my father-in-law. He, he didn't know, he didn't have anything in common to say to him. So the only thing he could come out with was, that Nikolai Ceausescu was a very bad man. <laughs> <laughs> Best he could find. Best he could find. How did it go down? I tell
2: you what, it's always a good fallback, isn't it? Former dictator. <laughs> yeah, the, the conversation
3: kind of stopped right there, really. Yeah, because mm. he was a very bad man, and uh, I'm sure this man's family had probably been persecuted by him as well. So, yeah, it wasn't the best thing he could have said. Anyway, that's my father-in-law. Always mm. got a always got a connection with a uh, for
2: legal reasons to all our Romanian subscribers. <laughs> all our Romanian fans.
3: <laughs> it was funnier in my head than it was actually.
1: I'm not sure how amusing people will have found that story, Wayne, but I, I, I did remember the other day that there is another story. For anyone who's enjoyed our previous episodes of uh, stories of falling asleep on public transport, we've had Steve uh, falling asleep and getting lifted off the train by Jeff Capes. Oh, we've, I've forgotten that one. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Capes. Who's handily, handily there to help you lift you off the train. <laughs> there was another story of Steve actually shitting himself on a train, and there was a story of me falling asleep in new york waking up several hours later uh, having been mugged having been on the on the circuit of uh the subway in new york for several hours um but i remembered another one if you'd like me to tell it boys
2: i'd love well, of course you to tell it. i'd love you to tell it i actually haven't heard it
1: i don't think you have heard this one actually so this was many years ago literally half my life ago when i was 21 i was living in west london and i was uh friends with a group of irish people and my Were you
2: me- living in Le Bois du Berger?
1: I was Le Boisson du Berger.
2: Boisson du Berger.
1: <laughs> the Bush of the Shepherd. <laughs> no, I wasn't actually. This was this was many years before that I was living out Hounslow way. Asshole of bloody London. Anyway,
2: um sorry, for legal reasons, can I apologise to all of our <laughs> subscribers in the Hounslow region? <laughs> Sorry, I, I never should... knew you lived in Hounslow. Why
3: the fuck did you live out there?
1: I did, yeah. My Were you a glory days, or glory days, working for Sainsbury's, mate. Yeah, ah, I, see. I was placed there, when I when I left. Is that when you
3: owned the Calibra?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> pride, the pride I had. Um, yeah. So, anyway, I, one of my friends at the time, close friends, was funnily enough, was called John Brett, an Irish lad, um, and it was his twenty-first birthday, and I think his uncle. Uh, owned It was the one who owned the Sun pub in Hounslow. And uh, so all his family and friends were there. Obviously, it was a lock-in. Went on till, I don't know, 1, 2 in the morning, whatever. Absolutely shit-faced. Um, I went to the toilet. It was getting towards the end of the party, but I, I went to the toilet, did a poo, threw up all down the side of the bloody wall, <laughs> all over myself, and promptly passed out. So, I when I wake up, obviously typically very confused and days didn't know what where i was or what, what was happening i puke all over my jeans down the wall obviously it's not not a good situation so i i sort of got myself straightened up and figured out what i was like oh god right okay i'm here yet yeah, this has happened so i've sort of figured out where i was and what had what happened Cleaned myself up a little bit came out of the toilets and it's fucking pitch dark absolutely <laughs> absolutely pitch dark stone silence until the alarm starts going off <laughs> so as I walked back into the pub yeah burglar alarm now going off um and obviously it's quite scary and I was obviously very wobbly still and um so I was really yeah really really confused didn't know what to do <laughs> stood there for a minute this deafening alarm going off and I thought I know what I'll do bearing in mind this is what 1995ish I don't even think I had a mobile phone at the time so I saw the payphone in the corner of the pub so I thought I know what I'll do I'll go to the payphone phone the operator get the number for the pub phone the, the operator pub, operator yeah yeah this is, this is fucking how, how long ago this was I'll get the number <laughs> for the pub I'll phone the pub I'll say ever so sorry I'll explain what happened um, you know I'm, uh, I'm I'm downstairs John Brett's mate fell asleep please let me out <laughs> so I phone, so I phone the operator <laughs> get the number for the pub plan going well so far ring ring the number for the pub engaged You're <laughs> like, Is my- <laughs> tell me you were on the phone correct so they gave me the payphone number <laughs> so that wasn't very helpful so as i'm on the phone fathoming why the phone what who's on the phone at four in the morning i don't right okay so at that moment police car pulls up outside blues and twos come screeching to a halt Cops jump out of the car, torches through the window, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 it's me. I'm not a burglar. I'm just like, I'm a maker. just Shoots me. <laughs> yeah, literally. Well, they only had torches, to be fair, but it was quite scary. <laughs> There's their torches blaring in at my eyes, and I, and with that, all the lights came on in the pub. Landlady and daughter come down in the fucking dressing gowns, and uh, they let the police in, and there was a whole little... A whole chat and then uh I was eventually I was eventually believed <laughs> and uh given a lift to nowhere near where I live. The coppers would not take me home. But uh they dropped <laughs> me. off. Where did they take you? I don't know, a couple of miles away. Fucking tight asses. <clears throat> but then I'd I would pat- a lesson to you. Possibly had wasted some of their time. But uh <laughs> <laughs> You you have got form in this area though, John, haven't you? I have. There are doing... there are other stories I could tell. Perhaps. Do you, do you remember that,
3: that night at the um, the venue nightclub in our late teens when they had a free or a, a reduced-price Perno, Perno promotion? Perno and Black, yes, I do. Perno and Black <laughs> promotion. And you were found in a similar situation, asleep, in a toilet, having been sick on yourself, sick purple because mm-hmm. it was Perno and Black, with your trousers Good. around your ankles and had to be, I don't know, man, basically manhandled out of the nightclub <laughs> after it had closed, after we'd spent some time looking for you.
1: I think our friend Mark White recalls the story by saying that as i was being ejected from the club i was projectile vomiting at the same time as i was (laughs) being dragged downstairs (laughs) by fairer (laughs) (sighs) bouncers. yes i think i was probably about 15 or 16 at the time but yeah (laughs) happy happy times yeah yeah, great days anyway should we get back to fancy football chaps
2: Let's have a look. Oh, big news. Big news in the latest injuries and bans section. Go on. Van Lepara is injured.
1: Whoa. Now, I who will give he?
2: you, without looking, I will give you £5 each if you tell me who he plays for Brighton. Mitch.
1: Uh, Stoke.
2: Huddersfield. Fuck the ballots. I knew I'd seen
1: it recently. I'm sorry, well, he's been banned. knew it was a newly promoted side. Fuck.
3: Uh, he's been banned. He's, yeah, he's just
2: on the list. I don't know. What, I don't know what's happened to him. He, clearly, he's not. He's got a knock, but he's seventy-five percent chance of playing. Um, can Can you guess his first name, Mitch?
3: <laughs> Mister um, Van Lapara, Van Van or Van Der Para, Van
2: La, Van, Van Van Para. Van La Para, Actually, he's feminine. Van Lapara,
1: uh, Anders. Can I have a guess? I don't know the answer either.
2: Yes, please, John.
1: I'm going to guess Niels. As a Dutch name. Rajiv.
2: What? Rajiv. It,
1: it, it, it Rajiv. I assumed he was Dutch. Sounds Rajiv like Indian. van name. Maybe, maybe he is.
2: It's quite the name. Oh, and I see also on the list quite interestingly, that your man Kalasniak from Arsenal, who who will be I'm sure, high up on the transfers in this week after his excellent performance against Swansea, he's also got Injured. a hip injury. Yeah.
1: If I could ask you to look at uh, his name and just tell me where the I is in relation to the N, Steve.
2: Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's not Kalasnyach, is mm, it? <laughs> Kalasnyach. Correct, there we go. How the hell do you say his first name? Mitch, do you know what his first name is? Um... It's not Kenny. <sighs>
3: Um, Begins with an S. No, I've no idea. I've no idea what his first name is. Uh, S- Sergey.
1: Good guess. I, don't I actually d- don't know. I don't know how to say it. No idea how to say that. Saeed. S e a d. If, if it follows the same uh, rule as Sean, then it's just Shored. <laughs>
2: shored Kalaschiak. Shored. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, speaking of uh, alternative pronunciations for players, I heard someone phone in the other day um, talking about Anthony Marshall, a uh, proper Mancunian, ref- and said apparently all the lads around him call him Tony Marshall. <laughs> 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 i <don't quite> know. <laughs> oh, Tony Marshall.
3: Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a 70s player for Ipswich or something, yeah. isn't it? Tony Marshall. Exactly. Should we mention our previous bet of the week, just to get that out of the way? Yeah, definitely.
2: Oh, God. It was in your favour, Baco, to be honest. I know, but actually I would, have, I would have rather have lost the tenor, obviously. I thought I was going to mm. win that tenner. But yes, congratulations, I won. Yeah, I
3: was going. To, I thought I was going to win that tenner near nearish half time as well. Chaps, it, may,
1: it may it may pay us to or it may pay you to re- refresh people's memories because at the moment Bako just sounds like he wishes he'd lost a tenner, <laughs> which seems a bit odd. Nobody knows why. Oh yeah, I wish I'd I wish I'd lost that tenner. It was the Arsenal versus Swansea game. Arsenal <laughs> I- Swansea.
3: I said that the Swans were going to be Arsenal, and, and for some unfathomable reason. Bako decided that he would bet against his beloved Swans and, and take Arsenal. Arsenal won, of course, and Swansea were doing pretty well. It was only well. 2-1, wasn't it?
2: Mate, it should have but, been 2-0 at half-time to, to Swansea. I know, um, Mr Sitter, but really, do you know, I was really pleased with Klukas at left-back, so Olsen's injured and Klukas filled in as an emergency left-back. Mm. And I tell you what, I, I rate Olsen, but Klukas was even better. did well, took his goal well. He did. He finished it lovely, mm. and he got. He he looked so threatening, whenever he got forward, and the lovely cut back inside balls from Carroll and IU. Mm. He was he was on fire. So bit of strength yeah, in depth, plenty of promise down there. But yeah, I won a tenner. Shall we
1: have a look forward to uh, this week's fixtures, chaps?
2: Yes, let's. Um, do we think Kane is going to be fit again? Because Spurs have got the ripe old fixture of Palace at home.
1: I know. Well, apparently. He was going to be back in training, I read, ahead of their Champions League game. But it's going to be a gamble.
2: Now, it's very rare that I put myself in the mind of a a professional footballer. Mm -hmm. But an afternoon against the Palace defence is certainly something I would like to get fit for. Especially if you're you're Harry Kane. (laughs) Yeah. But then do Um, you think... It's exactly the kind of game where they think we can afford to rest him. Not after their performance at Old Trafford where they couldn't hit A Cow's Arse with a banjo.
1: Did you see that miss by Sissoko? I know. God almighty. Oh dear. Deli Ali did ever so well. Chased the lost cause, got it back to him. It was <laughs> 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 It was just a laughable moment. You probably didn't want Sissoko on the end of it. Did the you? epitome of Rosette shanked. <laughs>
3: <laughs> At the opposite end of the scale, now uh, I, I saw a very brief bit of Match of the Day two this week. Did you? Did you see mm-hmm. the Jamie Vardy goal that was oh, lovely, made and created by Damari Gray? Yeah, it was Demari amazing. Gray out to Mare. Oh my beautiful god! Beautiful, tremendous, Randall absolutely of the pitch.
1: tremendous. Yeah, it was
3: it was textbook.
1: Yeah, Text proper goal, A joy to it? watch. A proper goal. Getting back to the other fixtures this weekend, we've got a couple of mouth watering ties on Sunday, haven't we? We've got City mm. and Arsenal and Chelsea against United. Very difficult to call, other than well, I would. I would imagine City wouldn't have too much trouble with Arsenal, but Chelsea and United—they've both they both wobbled a bit lately, haven't they? Where which way would you go there?
2: I'm going goal fest at the Etihad, and I'm going maybe one nil to either side at Stamford Bridge. Nothing more than that. So. United
1: bus parking standard.
2: Yep, yeah, absolutely. I don't think Mourinho is going to. Gonna want to come out of there with anything other than a clean sheet. He probably doesn't even give a fuck if he wins, as long as mm. he gets a clean sheet.
1: Mm. Did you know that prior to the uh, Spurs game, United had only won two of their previous 11 against last year's top six? Obviously, it's now three in the last 12, but uh, yeah, yeah. it's quite. A- damning statistic I thought.
2: And I don't think that that stat will get any better against Chelsea. No. You know my favourite attacking midfielder Mr Gross from Brighton who's better than Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> yes from fantasy football perspective mm-hmm. he. Uh, I know I'm, try- I'm trying to be impartial here but Brighton are at Swansea. We're yet to win at home. I think if you're going to bring in a Brighton player and you've got one on your watch list which is obviously Gross or maybe even Glen Murray now it's probably the week to bring them in because mm. we are shit at home.
3: Yeah. Why are you so shit at home, Baco?
2: What's going to turn that round, mate? We need goals. We need big Wilf back. We need him back, fit, firing, and and scoring goals. And we need... need somebody firing. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be anyone other than him. Abraham's a good lad, and I know he's he's impressing a lot of people. But, um, yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna keep us up single-handedly. He was quite good at times, isn't he? I
1: quite like, I quite like him. He's
2: a good good player, but yeah, his his brother's a better player at, at West Ham.
1: What transfers are we looking at then, chaps? Because I have got, for the first time this, this year, my weak bench was dreadfully exposed. I had Kane and Wood injured together, and that left me with Mbemba, who did not feature. <laughs> so I actually only fielded 10 men, because obviously Aguero didn't play either. So... I need to strengthen my bench, I think. How are you going to invest that transfer? Well, I don't know, but uh, Wood, I think, is going to have to go. It, it might be Tammy Abraham, actually. It's good value. Yeah, I'll have a look. I'm also looking at Duf from Stoke.
3: As I said last week, a lot of the uh, the top players have got Abraham as their as their cheap third striker. You could do a lot worse than that, I think.
1: Mm. Mm. Is Duf on either of your radars from Stoke? No, no. Gabby Adini from Southampton. Deuf has scored three... In his last four games for Stoke. And their mm. fixtures are pretty good. So even though they're losing, he's scoring fairly regularly. So. Interesting. Mm. Food for thought. Again, I'm not giving advice. It's just what I'm thinking about doing. I also probably need to find um, a replacement budget defender. Uh, and members just not playing. So I'm looking at the Saints-Burnley game as a possible place to look for bargain defender. Any thoughts?
2: Yeah, Your man, Rat. With Pope and whoever else he had. That could mm. be the start. You've got Ward, haven't you, Mitch? I have got Ward, yes. And he's he's
3: he's doing fine. Scoring consistently week after week. Not massive numbers, but just enough to, to make him worthwhile. He's quite cheap, so yeah, I'm happy with him.
2: I think okay. Burnley's fixtures pick up, don't they? If I'm not mistaken, let me have a little look. Swansea at home, then they are at home to Arsenal and then away at
1: AFCB. With, with the exception of Arsenal at home, they've then got they've got four more twos on the fixture difficulty rating out of the next five, so pretty good. I would be quite keen to get a Burnley defender in, I think. I'm thinking,
3: not even thinking, almost certainly we'll be taking out Mkhitaryan. They've got a difficult game away at Stamford Bridge, and I can't see him returning much many points from that game. Just mm. watch, he'll now score 15 points, I'm certain of it.
1: I think him and Lukaku both desperately missing Pogba. I think whenever he comes back in, I think Mkhitaryan will probably shine again. And I think you're right. I think it's week twelve forwards. United have got much nicer run of games.
3: Yeah, he was performing really well before he got injured, wasn't he? So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're probably right. Yeah, sorry, go were you saying? It, I think it's Mickey's Mickey's time to to come out, mm-hmm. and I'm going to bring in Sane. I've mm-hmm. then got a, a bit of a dilemma to work through that I I'm pretty sure I want to get rid of Deli Ali, mm-hmm. and I want to bring in. Ericsson or David Silva. Um, but at the same time, I'm also keen to try and bring in a better defender, either Ottomendi or Jones, I think. Mm. Um, the, the other guy I, I wouldn't be wouldn't be averse to bringing in it would be
1: Richarlison
3: somewhere, somehow. Mm. But uh,
1: So I heard another great stat about him. Well, not exactly uh... a stat, but more a series of facts, is that his stats are pretty much, he is twice as good away from home as home. His goals, his shots per minute, his goals scored, his assists, pretty much everything is near as damn it. He's twice as good, twice as threatening away from home as he is at home. I wish I'd known that before I spent four points bringing him in for a home (laughs) game against Stoke, which they lost.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And they didn't score. Correct. Yeah.
3: I was was reading this week uh, about Alexis
1: Sanchez as
3: well. I was just going to come on to to that, guys. I was going to ask
2: you where we stand on him.
3: Maybe it's the the same thing. I was reading about the fact that he he was he gets uh, the stat is something like he gets more shots away than any other any other player since mm. he's uh, come back. Um, it was the fantasy Premier League scout was saying that he gets more shots away than any other player, yeah. and that he is good value for money. To,
1: so we might see people bring him back in. He's a lot of money, but I think the fact that Özil is also playing well, well, and Lacazette, like they're all playing three of them. Together now, aren't they? The last two games, I think all three of them played. So,
2: but the thinking man has got Ramsey. Well, he's a, what is he, seven million, seven something miles oh, cheaper, isn't he? Exactly, nine points last weekend mm. against Swansea, assists against Everton the week before. Mm. That's where the thinking money is. Mm. Ramsey versus yeah. your Sanchez, who's what he must be, 10 is he, or 11? He's 11, he's 11, and 11 a half, I, I think. think. Yeah. Wow, that's
3: a lot of money, isn't it?
1: Sanchez, eleven point eight, you Sanchez. Wow, but that's he too much, has, isn't it? That's too much. It is, unless he scores you double figures every week. He is. He was the game's top scorer, I think, two seasons ago. He was indeed. He's a two hundred and forty points a year man. So yeah, he's shown scant evidence of that this season, though, has he? Obviously, there was the um, he, want, he wanted away, and he's come back. But as uh, Danny pointed out last week, he's in the shop window now. World Cup year, etc. I think you could be seeing fireworks from him. But Arsenal's fixtures are not brilliant in the short term, I think
2: so. Do you not think that uh, Sanchez will save it for the Champions League? <laughs>
1: Very good. Oh no.
2: Arsenal didn't make it. I saw two ridiculous stories
3: in different newspapers this week. Um, you have been actual... reading up. You'd been doing a bit of research, mate. Uh, it wasn't research. It was no, just. just I, I used. I usually have an eye out for things that look patently absurd. And there were two things I saw. and They were both related to Everton. So one was that uh, Everton were ready to make a bid for Urzil and or Sanchez. Uh, <laughs> and also yeah, that uh, apparently Everton had reserved their number 19 shirt to make a bid for Diego Costa. Oh, <laughs> yes,
1: I heard that. Yeah, yeah. And I thought uh,
3: there, uh, there are not a single one of those players would, would want to go to Everton,
1: surely. Not, especially not when they're in the relegation zone. Well, no, no, certainly not, not now. No, No. Yeah, let's go and dig in at Goodison week on week. Let's do that.
2: <laughs> oh, no, the manager's David Unsworth. you know him? Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, actually, i will change my mind. I will go. That sounds terrific. Um, right, guys, we need to wrap it up. So should we look at banana skins for this week? Mitch, have you got anything for us? Which one do you want to place a bet on?
3: The only one that I thought I'd want to place a bet on, if you take it, is... Is Watford winning away at Everton? But then, when you think about it, actually, that's probably a relatively safe bet, isn't it? Otherwise, there's nothing that stood out to me, to be honest. Anyone want to take Everton? I would definitely
1: take Watford. I'll take Everton. You take Everton?
2: Yeah, their fortunes have got to turn round. Go on, then. OK, great. It's oh, all there you back. go. You okay, take better the week. So, John, you're taking Everton.
3: Baker, you're taking Watford. No, incorrect. No, it. Don't, to-
1: <laughs> Don't know how you managed to misunderstand the straightforward... Conversation between two people, but no, I will take Watford. Sorry, my <laughs> mistake. And
2: I will take Everton.
1: <laughs> excellent. Uh, at some point, you, somebody, one of you two, needs to tot all these bets up and find out where we stand. All I remember is I'm twenty quid up on Mitch.
2: Mitch and I are, are, are even. Stephen. Oh, great. Perfect. That's where we are. That's it. And it's four three three on game weeks. Excellent. And this is our first bet together, Joe, I think it is excellent. Well, I wish you well, the very best on this podcast.
3: I mean, not in life. The bets usually involve one of you trying to take advantage of me.
2: They do. It's so easy. It's really... It's like taking candy from a fucking baby.
1: Although, as we just said, you are level with Mitch, so not necessarily... (laughs)
2: Patronising cunt.
1: (laughs) There it is, ladies and gents. The first C-bomb. It took ten weeks... (laughs)
2: I could hold it in no longer. You've
1: shown great restraint, Steve, to hold it in this long. Well done.
3: <laughs> Definitely need to tick that explicit box on this week's podcast, exactly, Jay. Exactly.
1: And on that bombshell, shall we wrap it up? <laughs> let's. Yeah. Right, let's then, chaps, do it. Until next week, all the very best. Good luck, everybody. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We are at fantasy underscore noise. Please subscribe and give us a five star review, whether it's sarcastic or otherwise. We would be eternally grateful. Until then, farewell.
2: Cutie Music.